It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's the KSL Movie Show with Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, games, and prizes. Here's Doug Wright on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, the movie show is ensconced in one of our. Are you laughing at Paulette because she's snarfing up all the great deals already? Yes. She is. Look at that. And we know the deal you're getting on that. We also know what the starting price was, <laughs> too. Holy cow. Hey, the movie show is coming to you from NPS today. And, of course, Stephen thinks it's a nice place for Steve. Oh, definitely But is. we know that it's actually a nice place to shop and a nice place to save. Whatever. And we're going to be talking with Julie and all the great crew here. We happen to be at the uh, Salt Lake store. We're on the kind of the grocery home goods side. And then on the other side of Empire is where the industrial stuff is and the sporting goods and the home goods and tools and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Steve's favorite place. So anyway, we're going to be talking more with our friends at NPS today. But Steve, we probably ought to get to the movie show preview. You ready? All right. Been working out? Yep. No, you haven't. <laughs> no, you haven't. It's not. We've been on the air for two minutes. I know. He hasn't even lifted up his extremely heavy apple fritter to eat and it yours yet. Yours used to be before you gnawed off the edges. Yeah, but uh, this old-fashioned glazed is much lighter than yours. Really? Yeah, never mind. Let's do the movie show preview. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. The movie show special feature. The special feature. I'm not sure what that means. I, I think it but means like in the old days when we said you're special. That's you're spe- Yeah, well, the movie show in that sense is very special. Yeah, yeah. Very special. You're doing the yeah, 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 yeah. You excited, boy, today? Do we need to, you I know? I love this place. I don't know why. I just love well, I, I love this here. place, too, but I'm not sitting here going, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, finish your donut and... <laughs> Maybe you'll feel better, like a Snickers bar. Ooh, well, we have those, too. All right. We probably ought to talk about the movies we will be reviewing. Everybody in their dog. They've been asking me about 80 for Brady. I know. And I just see the crestfallen little look on their face when I go. Well, to them. I, 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 I try to make it gentle, and I try to be very formal, and I say, it sucketh much. And so. Are you Shakespeare now? Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, 80 for Brady. We're going to talk about that. And uh, Knock at the Cabin, I have not heard your take on that. Hmm. Hmm. Yes, uh, you know what? I, I walked out and I was pummeled by the uh, studio folks. <laughs> pummeled. I said, well, I'm going to be thinking about this movie for a long time. I'm not sure if that's a good thing in this case. But well, somebody suggested to me that I should read the book. Well, instead, I looked up the Wikipedia yeah. plot summary. Yeah completely different different yeah in a much more like suspenseful intense way right right to the point where this movie might be a little cowardly to be honest Ooh, because yeah. it's it's old-time biblical in I a lot know. of ways like well, ooh, 
you know, I mean, the wrath of, you know, you got, you know, the, the, the well, I'll, we'll talk about that a little later. Knock at the cabin. Uh, the amazing Maurice. Ooh, he's, he's not going. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. I was going to go see it, and then I got hooked up, uh, hooked on Dear Edward, a uh-huh. Apple TV Plus series that is really so good. So you took Edward over Maurice? Well, I looked up at the clock, and I missed Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> I go, oh, shoot. Okay. But it looks cute. You know, the reason Woody Allen said that he doesn't want to believe in reincarnation because it means you'd have to watch Maurice Chevalier movies again. <gasps> really? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, of course, you know, he has his own set of problems. Guess what, Woody? Okay, Pamela, a love story. Is this the Pamela Anderson thing? It is. You know, she's been on every show this yeah, week. I and know. it's actually, aside from, you know, when they show the, uh, you know. The, they, the, the grit? Yeah, when you know, she's in Playboy, and, and they, they show a lot of those. I thought, you know, you didn't really need to do that. Yeah. I mean, her life has been extraordinary. I had no idea. Really? Yeah, oh. Okay. So, Pamela, well, we're anxious for the review on that. Uh, And True Spirit is the other movie that we're going to be talking about. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that one. And then we got uh, streaming news and all kinds of things. And uh, what else have we got? We've got uh, streaming news. We have telephone torture. And we have the Movie Show Top Ten, along with the Movie Show Preview, the Movie Show Top Ten, sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services. Who I need to call, by the way. Oh, no, not again. It's out. It's Really? Yeah. Your heat is out? 19 degrees. Well, it's a good thing it didn't happen four days ago or three days ago. You know, I no, actually it, had in my garage, we've got a sink, you know, utility sink. Oh. Man, that froze up. It did. Yeah. I was really worried. To, and, and, you know, my uh, in-law relatives up in Logan, holy cow. Oh, they're getting smuggled. <laughs> they, they, you know, the opposite. Yeah, I, I guess it could be worse. It could be down in the sinkhole where it's like, what, 500 degrees below zero <laughs> or something. Crazy Yeah, my stuff. sister called. She says, where is this Peter Sink thing? I'm like, <laughs> it's this little depression between Logan and Bear, Bear Lake. And it's, they just figured out, hey, it's really cold there. Let's put a monitor in there. Sure. Nobody lives there, do they? Well, no, but, you know, people do go there and visit it just because it has such a unique reputation. I've even talked to people that have gone sleigh riding there. In the sink? Yeah, <laughs> the sink. You make that sound rather quaint. All right, so we have loads of things, and uh, I'll get you uh, Scott Call's, you know, phone number if you I like. hope he's got an emergency one because I'm screwed. Steve is a perpetual emergency. Uh, you know? Okay. You know? My poor daughter, she's upstairs. <laughs> you know, when you see a furnace fall off the back of a dubious truck on I-80 and you run out and you snag it and then you install it, it in your home on an yourself <laughs> and it landed on an elk. So it wasn't damaged at all. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, anyway, there you go. That's a movie show preview here at KSL News Radio. And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you everything your family needs to know about the biggest release of the week. That's pretty spectacular. Oh, you know that we've got there. Hey, and by the way, Igor and Julie and Tracy have been, you know, pointing out this yeah. cart. Steve just jumped up on the cart, perched like a vulture, and just wow. going, holy cow. And he's he's doing, he's Igoring Igor, going, <laughs> now, how much is that mixed nut thing again? Uh, it was regularly twenty. No, I don't want to hear it that way. Oh, okay. You know, Puss in Boots is not no. selling that. Oh, How we're much? getting more. We're getting truffles. What do you got there, Igor? What do you got? This one's $199. $199? Yeah. And because you're here, I mean, 
Ten percent off the one. These are truffles. A nice. Okay, here's package. the here's the key. Have you noticed that that aisle that goes down behind the cash oh. registers? There are all the deals. Yeah. That's where the good stuff is. Yeah. Hey, we're going to talk more about these great, great deals. But, you know, Steve, this, this is big stuff, too. And it's because of the movie show. I mean, not only the traditional low price, but you're getting even more off because of the movie show. We probably ought to review a movie. Oh, here. yeah, that's right. Okay. okay, 80 for Brady. Here you go. There's so much here to do. We could even win these tickets. This is a Spicy Wings contest. Bring the pay. I could use a little spice. I her. You black out. Who you want me to call? An ambulance? Oh. Oh goodness. Okay. Doug. 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 Now be nice to our octogenarians. Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno won the Best Supporting Actress award for West Side Story. Yeah. Sally Field won two Best Actress Academy <laughs> awards. Norma Ray and also Places in the Heart. Yeah. Jane Fonda won two. Best Actress Awards for Coming Home and Clute. And Lily Tomlin was nominated for an Academy Award for Nashville. That's How, a lot of awards. And and I'm not even talking BAFTA. I'm not talking <laughs> Emmy Awards. Golden I'm not Globes. talking Golden Globes or you know anything else. I just So went, this should be it. So acclaimed. I mean we have got some four of the finest actresses in the world. This is a terrible movie. I and you know and I can't I mean other than the fact that the the now there's a, an original story behind this but it's nothing like the one we're seeing on the screen. No. And plus these sweet little, you know, octogenarian ladies that loved Tom Brady, you know, really look and act like, you know, Jane Fonda, I swear in a couple of those there was one scene where she looked kind of natural and you went, "Wow, that's cool." But in every other scene, she looks like if she smiled, she would crack. And that really can... Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness. We're getting a sweet little card from a sweet young girl. How nice is that? Saying, have an incredible day. Thank you very much. Wait, mine didn't say that. (laughs) It said, leave. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't quite say that. (laughs) But, you know, seriously, I I don't know. that. This is a cash call. So here's the thing. I was trying to figure out what I liked about this movie. And? Well, I, I did not know all the behind-the-scenes stuff that went into making a Super Bowl. You know, yeah. all the exp- the fan experience. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It, it's, like, it's like a big circus. It's not a fair. It's like a circus. Yeah. And the NFL experience and the whatever and the cooking stuff that's going on and right. the hottest hot wings known in the universe. But, man, I'll tell you, you're stretching if that's what you're looking for to make it a good movie. Well, the problem is, and also, they gave each one of them some kind of dilemma that they were trying uh, to I overcome. Know. Like, I know. Like Fonda, I like men too much, and I don't want to fall in love, you know, Again. immediately. Oh, and then then we have, of course, you know, the illness type thing, and we have the loneliness factor, and we have all that. And then we have, you know, kind of getting scammed on the Internet on or, something. Or how about Sally Field? Her husband was right. a little bit too umbrella-ish. Right. Helicopter dude. Oh, man. You know, Steve. But they were just making up stuff. We we are just, we, we like these actresses so much. I know, it hurts. And they're, quote, unquote, I love their, their body of work. But seriously, the body of work among these four women is remarkable. But and yet they looked like they were having fun. I guess they were having fun because I sure wasn't. And boy, my wife, who was really excited about this movie, 
and is a big fan of all of these ladies, and and I am too. But I mean, she really, I mean, she even liked palms, for example. You know, so that shows oh, you yeah. she's she, kind of she's she willing to take a lot. She hated this movie too, and oh my goodness! So what you know. And and the, the the ride that they go on to get there, and then the fact that there's been some scamming involved, and then they lose tickets, and they do this, and they do that, and you know, and then Brady, and this is so weird, you know, Brady will be up on a big you know board or something, and then he'll start talking to them, or at least Lily. Don't give up. Yeah. Go ahead. And like I'm the just Dalai Lama back there. I'm going to puke. <laughs> so anyway. What's yeah, the grade? I, I I feel like I'm I'm kicking Lassie. That's I what know, I, I know, and I, I just can't do it. I'm I'm gonna go see. Yeah, I, I'm two stars from me is generous on this movie. Back in the old days, we would have called it Lebed Cinema, and yeah. uh, we would have. Uh, this is in Turkey. Played the turkey music. Yeah, the the old deal. Uh, this is like Turkey territory for me. It's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. It was hard to take. I, was I like, know oh, it what really was. Done and then, to these ladies, uh, and I thought, oh come on, how bad could it be? Well, we found out. Yeah. Okay, so there you have my, it. Actually, my m- pivot moment, I finally couldn't take anymore. When when she took the headset from the offensive coordinator to oh, tell, oh, to give to Tom a start, pep, pep rally. Yeah, to give him a pep rally and doing everything but calling plays, Tom, and even that, you can't give up. I know. Well, you're right. Oh, I can't give up. I know. Like, oh my God! Oh, maybe I'm going to less than two stars. Just trying to remember it. Okay, it's called eighty for Brady. Although Sally Field made a big deal, and on her jersey it says yes. seventy for Brady. She's only seventy-five. Because yeah, she's she's a much younger woman. So there you have it. Sorry, everybody, looking forward to this. It's PG thirteen. People, it? yeah, it had to be thirteen. Yeah, people will still go see it. And it's only ninety-eight minutes. Come on. Yeah, so you don't have to endure a whole lot. Of pain and suffering. For so we've set the bar so low, everyone's going to have a great yeah, time. Yeah, and everybody will go now, you know, and they'll go, well, it wasn't as bad as those morons said. Well, maybe. Yeah, no, it was. All right, Stephen, we sir. probably ought to do a little movie news. Are All you right. ready? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of cinema and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Harrison Ford has said that the reason that he wanted to come back and do this Indiana Jones is he wanted to be there for the end. He wanted the, the, end, end, of, the, end? the end of the character and the end of his career, you know, whether he's going to do a James Bond on us or something, you know, who knows. But the bottom line is, he said, no, I, I wanted to complete the story. That's what drew me back to Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And he said, plus, you know, I kind of had, I, I wanted to do one more, but this is it. He said, it's, it's absolutely a done deal. But there are those now who are wondering if um, in the movie we will see him pass along a baton to another character, a younger, somebody to kind of continue on. Continuing. Well, didn't they try that with the Shia? Oh, and that boy, that didn't work. Of course, you know, he was not a good choice. What can I say? But the director, James Mangold, has said, we are adamant that Indy will not pass the mantle on to anyone else. One more time. No one is taking over or replacing Indiana Jones. So no one's taking over for Junior. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Junior? Yeah, he is the Junior. Yeah, cool. All right. It's so, your turn, Steve. Sally Field. We just talked about her. Sally she turned Field. down an iconic role from the 80s. Yes. 
with none other than Michael Douglas. Can Michael you du- think of what it was? Jewel of the Nile. It was Romancing the <laughs> Romancing Stone. Romancing the Stone, yeah. She turned it down. Really? Because she was making another movie called Places in the Heart. Ah, which she got an Academy, Academy Award for. That's right. And she just talked about this week on the Aaron Cohen show that she and Kathleen Turner had another similarity. Yeah? They both thought, now get this, that Burt Reynolds was the worst kisser ever. Really? Yeah. The wow. sexy, sexy Burt Reynolds couldn't kiss. What? She, I don't know. They what must have liquored her up because she said there was a lot of drooling. They couldn't get a little, you know, training for the poor guy? Well, he I mean, could just sure drive a life, Trans they, Am. They dated for five years. I know. She goes, I just put up with it. A lot of drooling. Oh. Well, there goes an image. You know, although if if being in that horrible movie Striptease with Demi Moore didn't ruin, you know, that, that guy for most of us. But oh, now to find out he's a drooler. <laughs> I know. I, I read that like, <clears throat> what was she doing? See the stuff you learn here on the movie show. It just every every Friday morning, I'm sure people just tune in going, I'm going to have some really interesting little movie goody. I was kind of shocked. To bring up at lunch but today. Bert can't kiss. Hey, you know. He's somebody's over kiss. there just slurping up their soup and they go, did you know Burt Reynolds drooled when he kissed? But they talk about that. Okay. <laughs> It's going to be one of those shows. Avatar. <laughs> I saw this big headline, and it, it caught me in just you know like bait does. Avatar is set to lose its box office crown. And I thought, what? <laughs> it's only lost it twice in six weeks. Well, and that's it, they say. And, and I thought they were talking about, the, you know, and there's nothing even close to no. it. Except, you know, the old movies like Gone with the Wind, if you just for inflation, but just dollar-wise. But talk about somebody who must have really had a hard time coming up with a deadline story. Yeah. Avatar, The Way of Water, could be sunk at this weekend's box office by the incoming end-of-the-world thriller, Knock at the Cabin. And then it goes on to say, yeah, it's only, it's, you know, I only expected to make $15 bucks, but because Avatar's been out now forever and ever and ever, this might be the number one film this week. And I go, Really? You lured me into reading got, this stupid story. You got clickbaited. Brother. I got clickbaited. I feel clicked right here, right now. Paramount. And by the way, it's Bob Marley's birthday. Is it today or this week? Bob I don't know. Marley, for sure. I don't know. Paramount's making a biopic about Bob Marley. Bob Marley. And who will play him? I don't know. <laughs> uh, remember the young man that played Malcolm X in One Night in Miami? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is Kingsley Ben Adair. He will be playing Bob Marley. Wow. And there was something else about Working his on his dreads already. and His wife. I can't remember. Oh, anyway, that's it. Okay. DCU. And again. Oh, you're not going to go through the list because it's a. This must be a hard ridiculous. week because this is the headline DCU will feature both PG 13 and R rated projects. And you go, well, duh. You know, yeah, yeah okay. But anyway, James Gunn and, uh, you know, Peter Safran. They have said that the franchise could now include both. Well, you know, actually, they they dipped into it before with Suicide Squad, didn't they? I, I don't know for sure. I think it was going. I think it was a real, real, real hard PG thirteen. But anyway, so the bottom line is, this wouldn't be the first time that Gunn has brought the more mature elements to the Suicide Squad in two thousand twenty one. I think that one was a an R. Yeah, I, I think the first one was a hard PG thirteen. But anyway, they're saying that uh, Chapter 1 at the DCU reboot of the universe, Gods and Monsters, the franchise begins with a Superman reboot, 
the Superman legacy, much younger Man of Steel. And then uh, they're going to be introducing audiences to The Authority, a superhero team with uh, rather extreme unorthodox methods. And apparently this is the one that they claim is just crying out for an R. Then also the uh, Batman Project, The Brave and the Bold, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, a Swamp Thing reboot, a Wonder Woman prequel series. I could dig a Swamp Thing. Titled, yeah, I could too, Paradise Lost. And then animated series, Creature Commandos, and then the Green Lantern series in the vein of uh, kind of true detective titled. I Landers. feel like they've missed that that peak of, you know, when superheroes oh, are all the rage. They're, they're, they're like five years behind yeah. here. Or, or and, ten. And even maybe. with the brilliance of James Gunn, and, and I don't know anything about know. Peter Safran, but yeah. um, well, speaking of superheroes, Shazam, yeah. Fury of the Gods, it was supposed to open like right around now, then it moved to clear to the end of the year, and now it's back to March 17th, but here's the kicker. It's going to open in China. Wow. And you know what that means. That's another wow. $175 to $200 million. Oh, yeah. So that's a big deal. And then they're also doing a biopic on George Foreman. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, Chris, uh, Forrest Whitaker is going to play his trainer. Uh, it's a Sony Pictures movie, and I met him once. I shook his hand, and it was like shaking a catcher's mitt. Yeah. That hand was so big, I <laughs> felt like a small child. Wow. And he was, like, huge. His hands were huge. <laughs> so I hope they pick a... The guy's name is Chris Davis who's going to be playing him. Okay. Looks like a big dude. That comes out April 28th. Well, there you have our movie news here. At KSL News Radio. Don't forget about the kisser. <laughs> oh, gee. I'm trying, I'm trying to get that out of my head. Poor Bert. That poor Bert was not only a bad kisser, he was a drooling kisser. <laughs> He's going to come back and haunt somebody over that. Sally Field. Sally Field, probably. The Movie Show. Who's President of the United States in 1985? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. The actor? <laughs> On KSL News Radio. Let's talk about the movie you did not see. Oh, good. That'll be yeah. fun. Yeah, and, and we'll review it and grade it and everything else, you know, because, you know, we, we don't like to get troubled by details. Well, the Maurice movie, for example, is, uh, what is it called, The Amazing Maurice? Maurice. I think we have some sound. Do, do we have sound from Maurice? Yes, here we go. Be a clue that would advance the plot. The world doesn't have a plot. Things just happen. Ah! Are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right, because I landed on my head. You won't believe what we found. It's a deadly evil. <gasps> Ominous. That sounds like a description of the movie show. By the way, that's Hugh Laurie. He's, he's Maurice, so that's going to be good. Okay. The, there's a small town. I think it looks like England, but it could be wrong. There's no food. The mice, the rats have taken all the food and hidden it somewhere. Okay. Well, there's another group of rats that have come in. At least this is what I got from the trailer. And since I was watching the other show, I yeah. missed Maurice. But okay. it's animated, of course, uh, only playing uh, currently at the Cinemark Theaters. Okay. Uh, most of those will be showing uh, the amazing Maurice. It looks like a cute little animated movie. Might be something you'd want to take the kids to. I was thinking of the Steve Miller band. You know, they call me Maurice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's uh, only at the Cinemarks yes. right now. Okay, and it's Maurice animated. Oh, wait a minute. Check that. Ooh, ooh. I think they just added it at some of the... Sometimes when I look on the last, like the morning of the last moment, Larry will throw a bunch of stuff in there that I, yeah. that wasn't on there before. Yeah. I think it is playing in some of the megaplex. Jeff the Whipple will be going. It's at the megaplex theater. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he doesn't say idiots because he's just referring to you. Well, 
Okay. No wonder you're an only child. <laughs> oh, there are many reasons. Okay. <laughs> At 9.59, we're coming up on 10 o'clock and the movie show today. And, you know, a really special guest, a really good friend of mine, uh, uh, Scott Barrick from the Tabernacle Choir, is going to join us. He's retiring. And over the last 21 years, he has done so many amazing, innovative things. And he is ultimately the guy that is responsible for making sure that all of the special concert guests and narrators oh. are announced on back in the old days on the Doug Wright show and then continue that tradition with the movie show. So I'm really looking forward to chatting with our friend Scott Barrick from the uh, Tabernacle Choir, general manager of the choir. The movie show. You probably think this world is a dream come true, but you're wrong. On KSL News Radio. You know, over the years, uh, I have really been fortunate to have uh, many great friends in the Tabernacle Choir, and I've known... Because of your great singing voice. Men, no, it's not my great singing voice. Trust me, that was my mom and my grandpa. But I'll tell you, I've, I've just been honored to have so many friends associated with and in the choir itself. And one, of course, is Scott Barrick. I, I think of the many, many years, decades now, that I've known Scott and, and the cool things that have happened under you know his uh, his general managership of the Tabernacle Choir, Scott's joining us on the line right now. And Scott, I'd heard some rumblings about uh, you retiring, and I I immediately did that famous line you know about Shoeless Joe. Say it ain't so, Joe. And Scott, <laughs> it's so good to have you on the show. And tell us a little bit first of all, and then I want I want to talk a little bit about this long legacy of yours with with the choir but uh what what what's going on what's uh, what's the retirement what's in the future well doug thank you it's very kind of you to have me on the show today uh i think too about all the many times that we've done announcements and things with you it's been so much fun over the years so for me um, um this has been like a very long sunset uh, the choir presidency announced my retirement almost a year ago in february but asked me to stay on as a special advisor to the choir presidency during the transition uh, as we brought on uh, new staff uh, and to kind of move the functions over. And, of course, it never goes as fast as you would like it to. So, uh, But we have a new managing director for the choir, a new director of marketing, and we have uh, several new product managers that are joining the staff. And so all of them are going to be great additions. And so that's uh, with that tr- uh, transition um, uh, underway, then it enabled me to be able to do uh, my planning to go to the future. Uh, I had uh, originally planned to be through the end of February with the choir, but uh, in September we got a, uh, a phone call from the church offices, and uh, which turned out to be a, uh, a request for an interview with Elder Gong, and we got a mission call um, that were uh, that we accepted uh, to be the site leaders for the Ohio Historic Sites in Kirtland, uh, and we're uh, leaving to start that mission in early March. So that's wow. kind of 
that long trajectory of uh, a long goodbye, but we're we're nearly finished. <laughs> oh my goodness! And uh, Shauna has to be excited about this new assignment uh, for you. I, I know the sacrifices that every choir member and everybody associated with the choir and those in management of the choir. You know the the time away from families and the giving up of of trips and and so on in order to tour with the choir. Shauna has to be just delighted about this. Well, we're we're excited to be able to spend some time together. Uh, she she served a mission to Japan uh, in her uh, younger days, and I went to Italy. But uh, this is going to be a wonderful chance for us to start our retirement uh, together. Uh, we we you know couples worry about will they be able to stand each other, but uh, we had some practice during the pandemic, and we kind of like each other. So it's uh, <laughs> it's going to be an interesting opportunity. So, but we are excited to work uh, closely together every day. You know, as you know, with my wife's uh, uh, background in, in Missouri and her family legacy back there, we've toured all of those sites uh, in, in Missouri and a lot of them in Illinois, and I've had the chance to see some other sites as well. But Kirtland is one area where I have never been before. I've certainly been in Ohio, you know, covering, you know, politics and so on. But I've never been to the church sites in Ohio. I, I may have to crash your party back there. Oh, you would be more than welcome. And, uh, you know, there's some interesting new stuff happening in Kirtland, too. Uh, the Church History Department uh, has been working on uh, restoring the Joseph and Emma Smith home. Uh, it's never been open to the public before. And uh, sometime later this fall, if all goes well, hopefully that uh, will be a new uh, historic site that will be available for the public. So lots of good reasons to come to Kirtland. You know, Scott, that just sounds great. It really does. And I can't help but reflect on the last uh, two-plus decades that uh, you have been the general manager of the choir and the things that have transpired and the things that we've had a chance to work on together. And, you know, those announcements, you know, every every year on these great concerts, uh, traditionally the the Christmas concert, of course, but often the Pioneer Days concert as well. That was so much fun, and you'd always reserve the the first announcement for the Doug Wright show or for the movie show, and that meant a lot to me. Well, it was great. Yeah, and when you retired, I I remember saying, "Oh, Doug, it's going to be sad not to be able to do these anymore." And he said, "Wait, wait, you know, <laughs> you said, we still hey, we got Fridays, we can still do it." And I thought, "Oh, yeah. that's great. We can continue the tradition." You know, the other thing, too, that uh, you were so instrumental in, in helping with was I, I put together a bucket list of things that I'd like to do in broadcast that I'd like to do in the final years that I did the, uh, the, the Doug Wright show. That's five years ago now that we were doing these bucket list uh, broadcasts. That's amazing. Isn't that how quickly it, it, it goes by? But one of them is I always wanted to do the Doug Wright show from the tabernacle. And we did that, and it was absolutely amazing. And I know you and Kim and so many other people, you know, pulled all kinds of strings to make that happen. And I, I will forever remember that and always appreciate it. Well, if, if there's anybody that we wanted to do that for, it was it was you as a tribute to all your years of service to the, not only to the choir, but to the community as well. And it was really fun to see you sitting on that stage uh, with your headphones on and broadcasting and, and to get you in some of the uh, nooks and crannies of the tabernacle that people don't, aren't able to always to see. it was That was a lot of fun. It was spectacular. And, and look what you offered me, and then look what I'm offering you. You know, 
the movie show. I mean, they're, they're not exactly equal, Scott. I, I, I owe you hey, a big listen, time. We'll, we'll take it. It's, uh, it's, it's wonderful to be able to have a chance to visit you one last time. Uh, Scott, I'm, I'm so glad we could chat today. Thank you for all the things you've done for our KSL listeners and, you know, that great broadcast that now is, is just literally an ongoing living legend in the world of broadcasting, and it is spectacular. Your 21 years, you know, have just been remarkable. Give my best to, to your wife, Give my, and, of course, my best to you and all of our friends at the Tabernacle Choir. Scott, I look forward to... Uh, to more conversations, and uh, DNI really might crash your party back there in Kirtland. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. You would be more than welcome. Thanks for everything, Doug. It's been an honor to be with you. Oh, likewise. Thank you so much. Scott Barrick with us, a really good friend of mine and a guy who's just done incredible things with the Tabernacle Choir. Some some of the great innovations, you know, that have happened, you know, kind of moving into the to the 21st century. And I think of, you know, being online with YouTube and the social media channels and so many other incredible, incredible achievements of Scott and the uh, great people with the Tabernacle Choir. All right. On that note, gosh, it kind of makes me sad. That, that's an end of a, a real era for the choir, for this radio program, for my old radio program. And he, he just made a lot of real special things happen. That's cool. Amazing. All right. Well, it is 1015 here at KSL News Radio. Let's take a brief break, and we'll be right back with more of the infamous movies okay steven Yo. i think we probably ought to review us another movie or should we do the movie show top 10 yeah let's do that i think we need to do <clears throat> the children gone and now <laughs> sweet little kids you know brought us in these little handmade you know take them back after this have an incredible day what does yours say have a magnificent, magnificent day. day sweet sweet kids all right now <clears throat> Let's let's hear the inspirational music one more time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the movie show top <gasps> ten. <laughs> Julie was I over there talking ahead. with some customers and just kind of stopped and looked over her shoulder. What's happening in my store? I feel like if I don't move, <laughs> nobody will see me. you. <laughs> All right. No, we could throw a tarp over you. That would, that I'm would about to good. roll you up in a, one of these lovely rugs. 
Ooh, they are lovely. 50% right? off. And you can get it on sale, too. All right. It is time for the Movie Show Top Ten. This is a weird list. I have not seen three of the top ten. I know. It's, it is weird. But, Steve, I, I want you to pay attention to who sponsors this segment. Okay. It's Call Climate <laughs> Services. Call Climate Services. Do they have an emergency line? They could actually get a furnace in your home that, I know, brace no, yourself. It's brand new. It, I know. I didn't say it wasn't brand new. I said that they will give you a furnace that works. I want them to fix my brand new furnace. That please. fell off the back of a truck on I-80. anything. <laughs> Just because you've never heard of Humana. <laughs> Just because I've never heard of the, you know, Guantanamo, you know, Heating company. Binix instead of Linux. Uh-huh. Whatever. Okay. Call Climate Service actually does sponsor this segment. I hope they're not busy. And, <laughs> yeah, it's only been, you know, minus whatever degrees lately. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure they're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The Wandering Earth 2. Have you seen The Wandering Earth 2? Uh, I saw Wandering Earth 1, and it was extraordinary. But that doesn't count. This is a, a this is two, film Steve. from China. $162 uh-huh. million dollar budget. Yeah. But it's only playing at the AMC West Jordan 12. Yeah, and it's just made a little over $3 million here in America. Well, it's going to have to do better than that. It's going to have to do it. Well, it's not just America. Well, it's the Americas. This is oh, North America. So we're talking What are you going to get out? What are you, Canada, Rand McNally all Mexico, of a Mexico, everybody else. Okay. Infinity Pool, number nine on the list, has made uh, you know just under $3 million domestically. So this came out of Sundance? Maybe? Sundance. This is a... Braden Cronenberg, not his father David. Yes. And he's just as crazy. Ooh. This is, get this. Yeah. The guy and his wife go to an exotic island. Yes. He commits a crime. Not a big deal. Right. But instead, they clone him and they execute the clone. And this is a whole island of crazy rich people. So they execute, well, that's. It's kind of rude. It's kind of an option. What? Make a clone of me and then (laughs) execute that? What happens to you? You got well, off scot-free? See, that's the thing. Am I the clone or am I the Ooh, real dude? Okay. Okay. Uh, number eight is Left Behind, The Rise of the Antichrist. You know the Left Behind movies. Those yeah. Where all the clothes are yeah. just laying there and yeah. people are gone. I'm like, did everybody go to heaven naked? That seems odd to me. Anyway, this that's is... That's what you're focused on? Well, it's always one of the things I've always thought about. <laughs> all their clothes are laying there. Where did they... Well, that was that way in the Garden go? of Eden. Well, all right, but fine. Okay. This was just one of those uh, phantom events that was only yeah. for four days, so it's you can't even see it now. Okay, Plane. I like this movie. Plain. You know, I was just in in the mood for a Jared Butler, you know, action, and it it delivered on every cylinder you can imagine. I mean, it's not a great movie by any stretch, but it was fun to watch. It was action packed. It was action packed, and it's about twenty six million dollars. What is it doing internationally? Uh, only seven, so it's at thirty three. Wonder how this is playing in the Philippines. Not well. <laughs> missing, you know, missing. I enjoyed more than I thought, and it's one Normally of those. Normally, I hate those movies. Oh, I know they, that are all on computer screens. Uh, that whole yeah. But this one, rather than driving me crazy, and we talked about this when we reviewed it the first time, you went, "Can you really do that? Yeah. Can they really do that?" Could a kid, you know, a young woman, actually, you know, a young guy, could could they actually do that? Well, see, because 
the guy from uh, when Tom Cruise did Risky Business. Oh yeah, he could have had the whole place cleaned up. I know, and his parents would have not known. I know. You just go online and bring over the friendly cleaners or whatever. Was, the, it, was it Task Rabbit? I think Task that's a Rabbit. real thing. Yeah, and I mean all these things, these services. Of course, you know where does a kid get that kind of money? Well, mommy left her some money. I know, but still, it can't be cheap. So anyway, it's, Missing. It's a we pretty liked, good movie. Yeah, and these are two little movies that I didn't know how much I was going to like because Megan is next. That's number five. Normally, I hate movies like this. You know, the creepy doll that goes around and heaven only knows what they're going to do. But this one actually had a plot line. It actually made sense. It actually dealt with some things that a lot of parents deal with. I mean, is this toy getting too sophisticated? Is this artificial intelligence outthinking me? Well, they've already greenlit a second, Megan. That's right. So 83 domestic, 66 foreign, 149 for a pretty yep. limited budget movie. Everywhere I go, somebody comes up to me and said, you know, I loved a man called Otto. Yeah. And and I've even had some people who say, hey, I saw the original, the Swedish film. I, I like this one as much. Or a lot of people will say they're kind of in the same league, but if I had to choose, I'd choose the Swedish movie. Yeah. But for those of uh, we mere mortals who have only seen the American version, uh, you know, a man oh, called American. American. <laughs> Yeah, a man called no, Otto. it's good. I yeah. like this a lot. He, he's just not as cranky as the cool Swede dude. All right. Uh, Pathon, what is it? Pathon. This is a guy who, Shah Rukh Khan, is India's Tom Cruise. Mm. He hasn't made a movie for a while. Uh, again, these are two hours and 26 minutes long. Whoa. Action okay. adventure. It's doing, I mean, it's number three on our list. Yeah, I know. Nine it's and a half domestic, ten, five, four, and it's at 20. But this is a movie that people, if you're a Tom Cruise fan okay. in India, this is your guy. Puss in Boots, you've heard us just rave about this. I really like Puss in Boots. So much fun. It's uh, you know still under $150 million domestically. Internationally, it has made? Almost 200 so it's All a right. 340 And then Avatar. What can we say? The Way of Water. It is just killing it. What are the total numbers? International. Check out this dude. Yeah. That's is that, is, is that, that a dog collar? Looks like he's prescribed. Yeah. All right. They, they, Dude, you wear it well. He's wearing the cone of shame for the dog, you know. The <laughs> and he's poking mom with the super scooper. I know. Cool. cool. Anyway, what's what's the big number uh, for okay. Avatar? 624 domestic, 1.505 foreign, 2.13 Amazing. billion dollars. Avatar. Ridiculous. All right. The Movie Show Top 10, sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services, Steve. Uh, Call Climate Services. Okay. And Centerville. They're going to say, we'll see you Monday. <laughs> like, no! <laughs> okay. Stone is the nicest person. I know. He is planet. so nice. Look at this. Look at this sweet little gal over here. All right, Stephen, we probably ought to do a little streaming news. Oh. Are you yes. ready? Okay, streaming news. I got a ton. Loads Planning on a weekend a on the couch? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Doug and Steve sort through it all so you only binge the best. It's the movie show streaming reviews on KSL News Radio. Okay, I'm going to go to you first because I'm suspecting you're going to talk about The Mandalorian. No. No? Like the headline that says The Mandalorian wields. The Dark Saber in the latest season three poster. Oh, everybody knows that. I didn't. Well, you're doing it has never made movie news. So are you, what no, you're no, no. I I, so I knew what, that it was, but I, I didn't know it was official. So uh-huh. I, it's official. No, I, I'm going to give you one. Here you go. Okay. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yes. 1923. Right. It's eight episodes. Goes right February sixth. February sixth. Starts again. No, no. This is. 
1923. Oh, I, doesn't hasn't it been consecutive since December 18th? No, there there was a little bit of a lapse. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. so now they're every Sunday. Yeah. And they'll go to the 26th of right. February. Yeah. For some reason, just you know, we watched that last one. And they said, you know, ep- episode whatever will continue beginning February 6th. Oh, okay. So, yeah. All right. So yeah, that's happening. But they just greenlit a season two. Like they're going to turn down Taylor Sheridan. That's yeah. hilarious. So they figure they're spending. Like thirty to thirty-five million per episode. Per episode is not insane. So they're wow. they're greenlitting the season two because now they can use those sets that they've you know spent all this money on, and you know to continue the story. Right. Yeah, it's got to help the amortize the cost down. Yeah, exactly. I mean, good grief! I mean, you build all those spectacular sets and everything, and it's fun in 1923 because we're all familiar with the way the Dutton Ranch looks today. Eventually, yeah. and then you kind of see. Well, there's there's the core of it, and yeah. there aren't a lot of the trees around and different things in the big barns. Cool. It's very cool. Yeah. It's very cool. Okay, Netflix. You know, Netflix has been a puzzlement, to use the king of Siam's term. Tis a puzzlement, because all of us have wondered where they kind of came from. And at first, it made sense. We're going to do rentals by mail. Yeah. You go, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. You know, and then it kind of went on, and then all of a sudden these big budgets and the plan was just, you went, how in the world are these guys making money if it isn't just on the sale of stocks? and stuff? So, But anyway, apparently they actually had this slogan years ago, love is sharing a password. <laughs> in other words, Netflix is here for you and share it with your friends and, you know, family members primarily. But that was an actual declaration. They said that love is sharing a password. Well, well has that love changed? Love has a new definition. That's right. Love means, well, we might have to say we're sorry <laughs> because you're going to start to pay. So they're bringing it uh, all out in an anti-password campaign right now, stopping users from being able to share their accounts with family and friends who are not in, in the, the household. household, right? So you must be within the walls of the home, or maybe the uh, and the, they connect it by devices, so yeah. you can't like, you know, right? Yeah. So I guess if you're in the doghouse in the backyard, that might still count, but you know, I, I hear this crackdown isn't as dramatic as they say, right? So anyway, so within the household, it'll require users to connect to the Wi-Fi at your primary location. Uh, and make use of the streaming service at least once every 31 days. Otherwise, your account would be blocked. Now, what evil could that bring about? I mean, can you imagine? There's already an article of how to outdo the Netflix new blah, blah, blah. It's crazy. So there was once a time when Netflix dominated the streaming world. They no longer dominate it. They're still a powerhouse, of course. So they're just looking for ways to get ahead of the competition. But the question is, the article ends with this, but is this really the way to do it? So there you have it. Well, I mean, there there are a lot more people on Netflix than they get paid for. So that's a problem. Here's why they're so good, though. But they promoted that, Steve. I know, but now they they need money. So you're justifying the big ogre. I'm just going to tell you, there are three things on this week that I, from Netflix, that are amazing. The Snow Girl, it's an excellent, like, six-part Spanish thriller about an abduction of a young woman and how this reporter goes about finding this girl, if she ever does. It is brilliant. Also, Outer Banks, season three. February 23rd. We've waited a long time for Outer Banks. Pogues Pogues rule. And I had one more. Snow Girl, Outer Banks, 
I guess that, that's it. Do you have Paramount Plus removing Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone? And I have Paramount Plus. The, the Family Stone. Have you seen this? Uh-uh. They're doing a reality show with Sylvester and his almost ex-wife and his three daughters named Sophia. This one makes me laugh. Sistine uh-huh. and Scarlet. Have She's I named re- after a chapel? Have I ever told you how much I hate alleged reality shows yeah they're not fun but that's going to be later this spring on paramount plus uh-huh plus this is my favorite dear edward oh and yeah you were talking about this andy earlier. farnsworth told me about this after the movie uh the, uh, oh the cabin movie oh the, ca- the cabin he says have movie. you seen dear edward and i said no and i said i will go home and watch it because it's apple tv plus normally apple tv plus has the best overall Quality Ted content. Lasso, yeah. Dear Edward is about a family that goes on. They're moving from New York to L.A. Plane crashes. Not many survive. And those that do now have a whole new life. And they set up all these people that are on this plane and their families. And so it becomes how you deal with the aftermath, who survives, who didn't, how that's going to affect. And it is Connie Britton is in it. Wow, yeah. Uh, and this is a really... Nashville. Uh, it's a super good show. Wow. I've seen maybe two or three of the first episodes. Okay. It's, it's a 10-part, and it's on Apple TV+. Dear Plus. Edward. Dear Edward. Okay. All right. Speaking of Ted Lasso, when are we going to have Ted back? Ted will be uh, late spring or early summer. Of this year? This year. You know, in this day and age, you have to say, well, are you talking 23, 4, or 5? No, yeah, they're... They're yeah. definitely coming, but they haven't locked in a date Boy, yet. Boy, is that long overdue. I know. I'm dying for Tenna. And they, they're so. saying back and forth, three might be it. Oh, I hope not. Because that was the arc that they originally yeah. sold. But Although, I would hate, I would hate to have a drag out and have a terrible season, too. Right, you don't want the shark jumping yeah. episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the infamous movie show Streaming News here at KSL. News Radio, a brief respite, and we shall come right back here at KSL News Radio. It's the world famous KSL Movie Show on KSL News Radio. All right, still to come on the infamous movie show today, we have D and the. Uh, and she shows up right on cue. D with her quirky picks. We'll be talking about that. We'll have telephone torture, and we still have the Valentine's telephone torture choices. Oh, that's right. In place, so we have a date night. We have the Platinum X experience, and we have the traditional gift. And we'll explain. And what we have they knock entail. at the cabin. Knock at the cabin. We're going to talk about that. You know, why that, are you laughing? That was oh, a it's, it's terrifying the, movie. It was a terrifying movie, and you know, it 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 was it was weird because in some places. You have these people that are there for such what you think is a dubious thing, and, and you're asking yourself, are these guys nuts, or what's the deal? But the kindness factor. And the kindness factor. And in some ways, and especially with big, you know, Bautista. Oh, yeah, he's he, terrifying. And it is terrifying. because but he's a second grade teacher. How, he's a second, and he loves kids, and he coaches them and mentors them. And you just go, and it's such an anomaly. It is such a whiplash. And then, and you're really questioning some things. And then, when you see, are you some, reviewing this movie some now? Some of this stuff is happening. No, I'm killing time till we hit eleven o'clock. Oh, here so, we are. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we're going to get it's, into that. It's a very interesting film. I, I'm be curious to what people how they react to it. I know. Me if too. They've read the book. They're going to be furious. The movie show quirky pick of the week. It's quirky pick of the week. Well, Steve's got his headset on, but, <laughs> but D's still in makeup. 
So she's out in the green room. No, she's in her trailer. No, she's she's here. I'm here with us. I'm here. Hey, look who's right behind you. There. She wants to know where Julie. that rug is that oh, she hi. that I was going to roll you up in. Oh, <laughs> you guys sell rugs here? Oh yeah, you do. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. They're across the street in the back. That's right. Well, you should know that. You I haunt that place. I do now that I think about it. All the time. We're broadcasting today the infamous movie show from NPS, which we like to think of as a nice place to save, nice place to shop. And Deanne has joined us. I'm so happy to be here. Well, you know. She well, actually, you kept it so quiet for all these years. It's impressive. I know. I was keeping it a secret. I didn't want Doug to know where I was spending all of his money. <laughs> well, you know, actually, she could have saved our family a lot of money That's if she true. told she me did. about the good industrial point. place across the street mm-hmm. here, That's you know, a good point. with the tools and all the, more forthcoming. the good. Yes, absolutely. So what do you have well, for so us? Well, so guess what I stayed up last night and watched after Doug uh, went By the to way, I saw sleep. your little shotgun wedding. After the show that day? Uh-huh. Mm, you were really generous. I know. I'm easy going, right? Yeah. That, that's why. Uh, <laughs> that was not an enthusiastic. I, I'm kind of between the two of you. I don't think I hated it as much as you did, but I sure didn't well, like I'm it gonna, as much I'm as Dave. Oh, I didn't hate it. I just thought it was pretty silly. I'm going to segue out of, out of what, where I was going back to Shotgun Wedding. <laughs> I am I am easy going. I mean, I'm the person that admits I really like the best little whorehouse in Texas, right? Oh, that's a great movie. So. I just have to say, for people like me that are excited about 80 for Brady, you know, I'm easy going. Wait, and wait, I thought you. No. Oh. No, she's coming back. Oh. 80 for Brady. It yeah. was not good. And it was disappointing. Fabulous women, and I admire all of them. Oh, I yeah. All of them such great talents. And, you know, you said it was, a, you know, a dollar grab or whatever. Maybe it's just people trying to find work. But I would say look elsewhere because it was yeah. just, I, I'm very disappointed. Yeah, you know, I really admire it. You know, when, I don't care, male, female, what, if an actor can still be cranking out movies and making oh, a yeah. living when it. they're in their 80s and even sure. 90s, you know, like Christopher Plummer and so on, good for them. But you hate to have them go out on a note where you go, for every one of these women. Because what if they did go out? Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I just hope this is not their swan song. Heavens, please don't let this be Jane Fonda's last movie. Well, I think well, she's immortal anyway. So yeah, I, I think she is too. <laughs> Probably, but you know, I mean, whatever. If they if they want to work, but look at some of the great Jack Lemon and you know yeah. some some of the great buddy pictures that people did in their senior years. Yeah, grumpy old men. Grumpy, yeah. grumpy, grumpier and grumpiest or whatever. I mean, you know, they they held up. Okay, yeah. this was. I, I don't want to say it's embarrassing. I want to be charitable like you are, <clears throat> but it was disappointing. Really yeah. disappointing. Charitable like Steve. You were very charitable on this one, I thought. I, I was really yeah. looking for, because I have so much respect for them, I was like, how did they get roped into this? Yeah. And what are the nuggets that you can glean from this movie, if there are any? Well, you really have to know, look, though. Yeah. I mean, and I it's know. all around the edges and a little filler here and a little filler there. Because the overall plot, the overall oh. idea, the overall presentation, as I said, sucketh. And it's just, time filler. I've had many people ask me, people like me. And and I can tell they don't want to hear what I have to say. There's nobody yeah. like you. Do you? <laughs> there are oh, people oh. like me that like lighter things that aren't esoteric ah. and and don't just like cowboy shows. But anyway, Ooh, guess. <laughs> there might have been a little jab in there. You got something on your boots there, son. Ooh, but well, guess I got what, my boots guess on. what I watched last night after Doug <clears throat> went off to get his oh, beauty sleep. Wait. Yes, you should oh, be able to guess. Okay. Guess what yesterday was. Uh, it's the Housewives. February second. 
Oh, Groundhog Day. Groundhog oh, Day. You watch Groundhog Walk, Day. I played all day long on AMC. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. You stayed up and watched Groundhog Day. Well, it was, I didn't have to stay up. I mean, it was on all day long. And it's kind of, I think it's just such a cute movie. I think it's such a good Bill Murray movie. He's not good in the love scenes. I realized by watching him how awkward he was. But it's, you don't like By the way, it. he was such a pill. Oh, I'm sure. Making he's, that movie. because he's, uh, he's a grumpy old man. Who's, who's the lead with Andy him? McDowell. Andy McDowell. She yeah. said, what a pain. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. There were, I don't think there was a great chemistry, but they were both cute. Oh, it's I, one, it's I one it of those movies really good movie. you can watch like Groundhog Day. You can watch it over and over. Yeah. So, yeah. No, anyway, I, I actually liked it very yeah, much. I watched that. I enjoyed that. That's my movie pick of the week. It's always fun when you have a movie, too, where there's a side character you get a kick out of. Like the doofy Ted guy. Ted Ryerson. Like the, well, <laughs> yeah, the doofy guy that's selling insurance. Ted Ryerson. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, was uh, it Ed and Ned? Ted. Oh, Ned. Ned, Ned, Ned Ryerson. Ryerson. Yeah. Ned Ryerson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. A lot of good characters in it. Yep. Repetition's it's fun me, to watch. Ned. Yeah. Ned Ryerson. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, so and the photog. You know, anybody's worked in TV. You know, the oh, photog. Was, uh, I, lo- I love that oh, when they go, from Home did, Alone? did he just call himself a talent? <laughs> well, in all the si- side stories where he learns yep. to play the piano, he tries to kill himself. You know, he tries to save the old man. There's a lot in it. Yep. There's really quite a bit in it. But what Doug and I binged. Last weekend, and I don't know if he's mentioned it, we caught up on, from October 22 on Netflix, the Watcher series. Yeah. Did That's you really good. That? No. You know about so the it's house? Na- Naomi Watts. Oh. Trying Bobby, to get them out of their I house. I watched the first two Bobby episodes. Kadab- Bobby Kind of Valley. Kind of Valley. Jennifer Coolidge, who is in everything. Oh, so, yeah. She there. is in everything. And who's across Mia the street? Farrell. Mia Farrow. Mia Margot. Oh, yes. Margot Martindale, Martindale who I love. Yeah, um, yeah. Marge. Bennett and Justified. Yeah. Margo, yeah. I'm so glad you caught up on that show because yeah, every no, time really I good. look at little clips of Justified, I just laugh. Yeah. Every well, time he's going to shoot somebody, it yeah. is the greatest dialogue. And he's coming back? Yes. Yeah, okay. He'll be in Detroit, however. Oh, well, that'll be good. But back to The Watcher. Yes. <laughs> I would recommend it. I thought it was suspenseful. Yeah, I liked it, it based too. On a it kind of creeped me out. I watched the first two episodes. And, well, and, and see, we were in the first two episodes, and Dee is, is famous for this. She goes, Should we keep watching this? And I said, well, I'm kind of curious where it's going to go. And so we were ready to, to, I mean, we were debating, bailing. Yeah, we weren't hating it. We just. And, but then we got sucked into it and we we thought, you know, it was over a weekend and we thought, what the heck, let's watch the whole thing, which we did. (laughs) And it was worth it. Dear Edward, Apple TV Plus. Oh, I heard you talk about that. I want to watch that. And the Snow Girl on Netflix. I don't think so. I don't think I'm going there. But I am, dear dear Edward, I will. I do want to give a shout out to a fan of yours. Do you guys remember Evan Glassett? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's in. Bahrain. Am I saying oh, yeah. that correctly? Yeah. correctly? He comes back and forth. Yeah. He comes back. He commutes from Utah, and he sent a, a social media thing the other day and said, "I'm still out here listening." I know. Remember? Dee sent that to me, and I thought, "Oh, we got to give him." I'm glad you. Yeah. Dude, I ran into him at a CVS. Oh, did, and we did saw you? him at a at a Real game one time. Well, and then I look forward to you know often bring he, you treats. he would come home for the holidays and he would bring me the strangest, what? but yet kind of wonderful. Yeah, you know, a lot of people you mentioned figs and dates, and mm. they just check out, you know. But I. I like that stuff, and uh, he he would bring me these exotic, yeah. you know, cookies and goodies yeah, from the, the Middle a, East. Let's all say hi to Evan Glassett. Evan, hello. He's a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, he, is he is a cool dude. One final note, and you guys are no fun to talk to about this. Well, then just that's gonna a, what bring a it, setup. Bring uh, it up anyway. Real Housewives of Salt Lake uh, City had their final reunion, and you know what? It was sad. Andy Cohen was frustrated. The ladies, not just drama tears. It's not supposed to go that way. The show's way. not over, is it? 
Well, uh, you know, they, so. they all probably could walk off. Because I heard the they were going to get a couple of new. No, they are getting a oh. couple of new. But this was not a good season, and it was not a happy season. And I think it was a lot of wear and tear on everybody. Well, how many of them had prison involved? Well, some of them have. <laughs> See, what I don't know some of them have. about, I keep wanting to say desperate housewives because it seems so desperate to me. But okay, be careful. I know. I know. Sometimes I know we, you get these edgy people, though, and they kind of. This know, was beyond edgy, though. Yeah. This was, I mean, oh, there's edgy and there's flamboyant cruel. and there's drama, and not just her. But this is beyond edgy and kind of into sad parts of people's lives. But I, who are these people? Do you know any of these? Well, we I, do. I feel like I do. <laughs> I feel like I do. Uh, so, I don't know. So anyway, I just want to But you know, it's interesting. A lot of people will say, I'm trying to phrase this right, that the person they see on the screen is not the person they know. Right, because they try to, like, oh, okay, let's do this a little different. They're yeah, over yeah, there yeah. goading sure. them and sure. cattle prodding them. Going, Throw a drink in her face. Yeah. You're not being nasty I'm getting enough. ready to do that right now. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> well, you wanted us to be involved. Here, do you want me to take the lid off Steve's <laughs> yeah, drink for you? Yeah, let's just okay. let's drench him a little bit. All right. No, no, poor I'm Steve. I'm already cold enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go shop for rugs. Would you? Yeah. What, are you going to wrap me in and beat me with a so stick? So if you go in, no, go to the back around the corner. It's in the Across the street. Okay. In the back I've back. I've never been there, but I'm going. I'm yeah. on my way. Yeah, very cool. You'll find with, cool stuff. With the credit card. <laughs> Whose credit card? <laughs> Steve's mu- got one. Our mutual credit card. The black though. one. The one Lick. I like so much. Okay, okay, there you have it. It's D's Quirky Picks of the Week. The Movie Show. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done on KSL News Radio. Pamela, a love story. Oh, yeah. I think we need to review that here. I remember back in the day, you know, just, I mean, she was just everybody. Pamela Anderson, everybody talked about her back in the 90s and everything. Let's get a little sound. Is this a documentary? It is. is Okay. All right, here we go. I don't think people consider her the owner of her own image. It's Pamela Anderson, public property. I didn't feel like I had a lot of respect. Did you want to be a serious actress? I am a serious actress. I had to make a career out of the pieces left, but I'm not the damsel in distress. I put myself in crazy situations. Huh. Uh, She grew up, I didn't know this, uh, on a little island uh, off the coast of British Columbia. Really? Yeah. Uh, her parents, her dad was crazy. He was a magician and, you know, yeah. kind of a traitor of all things. Her, her mom was a school teacher. Um, and th- they struggled. I mean, the yeah. family struggled. And the, the, she has a brother, and they would, like, hear the parents arguing, like, okay, we've got to go back out and play for a while. Yeah, right. Until the parents thought. So, you know, a little rough challenge. She was actually raped when she was 12 years oh, old. Oh, no. So I hate to hear stuff I like know. that. I know. I was like, oh, How can no. that happen to a kid, you know? She was just at a party with some friends of hers. And uh, this is a small oh, island. And, yeah. And she knew the kid, and, it's, you know, things just led to something just horrible. But when then she became um, a model for a beer company, like a Labatt's, I think it's a Canadian... Yeah. A beer company. And she was a T-shirt girl. Then suddenly she's, you know, at halftime. And they call her the Blue Zone Girl because that's, the you know, the company sort of image. And from that, one of the Playboy uh, people saw her and said, they called her up in, you know, B.C. and said, hey, we'd like you to come down to L.A. And we want to put you on a cover. Yeah. That's, she goes, are you joking? She was just a country girl. She tried to go from Canada to the US but they said no you're you can't just go there and work you you're a Canadian right right so she had to sneak across the border 
And then in Seattle, she caught a plane and then went. So all these little weird little stories. She got there, and she's like, "Why?" her hair was all jacked up, and they, you know, made it pretty blonde and everything. Yeah. She goes, what am I doing here? Look at all these amazing models. She felt completely, because she had body shame, you know, because she yeah. had been assaulted, and she was assaulted by a babysitter also. Oh, my goodness. And so... Uh, I, I just felt so bad for her. And then she finally met um, Tommy Lee, and it, she was madly in love. And they were charming together and all that nonsense. Fortunately, they don't show the infamous uh, videotape. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which no, I have I, never I, seen. But I, I have I, never I, seen it either. And, but isn't it amazing how much of the buzz that you'd see on, you know, because it was kind of a whole different social media world and uh, tabloid oh, world yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah, then. Yeah, right. I mean, it was the old days, basically. But, I mean, it was just the buzz everywhere. Well, the thing is that, remember that show that just came out recently called Tommy and Pam, and where it basically turned out that that the guy that was working for him thought that he'd been, you know, he wasn't paid by Tommy Lee. So he broke, stole their safe. They didn't even know it was gone for months Jeez. because it was just like in a basement, like in yeah. the garage in a corner and they go where the where the heck did that safe go and uh so it was just one of those things that uh and she went through all that Baywatch and became super famous and then you know now that she, she's been married like five times she goes i am never getting married again unless you know she's really oh, cute yeah, about it yeah. but i didn't know this that she did a, a broadway like an eight-week uh, broadway show of uh chicago and oh, they no asked idea. her to be the headliner she played the, the lead um Trixie or whatever her name was, Roxy or... Oh, Roxy Hart. Yeah. 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 And she couldn't... She didn't know how to sing. They brought her in and they trained her. Wow. She did all the dances and the place went nuts. Huh. They were so... Because, I mean, she's basically a genuinely interesting person who happened to be stunningly beautiful in a time of her life when, I mean, that was just... I have to admit that what, what I don't know about Pamela Anderson could fill libraries. Right. But I have this image of her just being, you know, almost just kind of one of those kind of Barbie type whatever. Well, bimbo. You know? Yeah, bimbo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But, you know, she starts this thing off. She's older now. Yeah. No makeup. I didn't even recognize her at first. And she's just, matter of fact, this is my life. These things happened to me. I just wanted to get the record straight. It's actually a really pretty decent, huh. you know, aside from, you know, the, there's some pictures that you're going to, she's yeah. nude and. Uh, they allude to the video uh, tape, but they fortunately don't show it. But I, I just learned a lot. Of, like, I have a new respect for her hmm. in that she just wanted to be, you know, um, a person that she wanted to be an actress. And everybody laughed. You know, like, well, I like that one cut, you know, would you like to be a serious actress? And she goes, well, I am a serious actress. Yeah. <laughs> you know? To her, you know, she, okay. she was there. And they were like, yeah. what? So where do we see it? It's on, uh, Net, uh, let's see, is this on Netflix? Yes. On Netflix. This is Net, this is the other one. I was thinking of the the third thing on Netflix that I saw this week. Okay. Um, and I, I was actually, at first I didn't want to see it, and then once it started, I kind of got sucked in. Okay, so it's called Pamela, A Love Story, and only on Netflix. The Movie Show. Spock, you haven't changed a bit. You're just as warm and sociable as ever. No, have you, Doctor? As your continued predilection for irrelevancy demonstrates. On KSL News Radio. Okay, Stephen. Yeah. I think we probably ought to review. Ooh, well, yeah. no, hey, why don't, we do, why don't we do telephone torture? Okay. Because we don't want to get too close to news on that. So, ladies and gentlemen, a special edition of Telephone oh, right. 
torture. You got the list? And why is it a special edition? Because we have three different prizes for telephone torture today. And unlike last week, where, you know, when, when Blake was here with us, Blake Anderson, who's the big kahuna of the Megaplex Theaters, he likes wieners. You know, he likes to have winners. And, yeah. you know, he just, you know, th- the spirit of the show is to honor losers. Do you know where those guys are right now? Where? They're on the big island of Hawaii. Oh, you're ratting them out? Yeah, because he didn't take us. <laughs> you know, have they ever like, heard of doing a Megaplex remote in Hawaii. Now, I know they don't have any theaters over there yet, but they'd have us with them. They're all in their little Hawaiian shirts being all cute, and it's like, uh-huh. come on. Oh, so what you're saying is we can really mess around with this today. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Are you going to make them all losers? I'm hearing. No, we can't have all losers. We've got to eventually have a big wiener. It's kind of sad. But it? I'm thinking of a number, Holy Stephen. Crap, what? what? No, you got I a cramp in I your hand? I would say 25. Well, five is a lot. Five? Okay, we're going to have five people participate. Your choice, not mine. Okay, it's no. You, I, I'm putting it through the airwaves. Through the meat grinder. Number five is what we're looking at, and I'm, I'm trusting Gustavo and our great crew back there in the mine. Good luck. You know, to <laughs> make sure that all of the lines are cleared. Oh, here we go. And so, you know, that never stops them. I know. Vahe, you can't win today. I know, because you you won a couple of weeks ago. We've got our eyes on you. Okay, so option number one on Telephone Torture today, all-inclusive Megaplex Theater's Valentine's Date Night. And, again, this is a dinner. That's right. It's on. And seeing a movie. It's. I'm getting there. It's on Valentine's Day, so you've got to be able to participate. the only reason I mention that is because the first week we did that, nobody picked it. The second week we did it, everyone picked it. Every, uh, finally, so it's in your delivery. Finally, oh, it's in the <laughs> delivery. Yeah. So, yes, Johnny, you get a gourmet dinner buffet for two and two Megaplex movie tickets. No, not and creepy. And a like. large Megaplex popcorn that you can share and two large Coca-Cola soft drinks and a special Valentine's gift. But, again... This is Valentine's night that you'll be doing this. That's, yes, specific. All right. And that's only at Jordan Commons, the district, and Valley Fair Mall. Right. So there you go. All right. And uh, option number two is the new Platinum X movie experience, a double date night. You can do it anytime, but only at the Larry H. Miller Megaplex Theaters at Thanksgiving Point. That's where the new Platinum X is. So you get four tickets, two large Megaplex popcorns, and four large drinks. And the option number three is just the good old movie show prize. Yeah. You can use any time. Two tickets, any time. Drinks, Get the drinks, get the popcorn. So let's go to our first potential winner on the program today. And hi, Oh, and by the way, the number is KSL KSL Talk. Hi, who's this? This is Sharon. Sharon, you are number one in our book. Oh, dang it. I know, but it does make you a... Loser. Loser. Gustavo, here we go. You sound so forlorn. Oh, look at that. What kind of person do we have producing this show? I don't know. Let's go back to <laughs> let's go back to the phone line and uh, find out who our next potential winner is. Hi, who's this? This is Hey, how you doing? Not so good. That's so true. And and why <laughs> Other is than that? Friday. 
Oh, it is well, Friday. Loser. And you are, able, <laughs> you are able to talk to the movie show geeks, which is, wow. is a privilege for anyone. You'll, you'll want to write about that in your diary. But you are still a loser. Yeah, Gustavo, hit that button. Americans love a winner and Please will not tolerate back. a loser. No, we don't allow double backs. Oh, we've had triple it's backs just, before. It's just too brutal. It's just too brutal. Okay, hi, who's this? Hello? Hello? Let's just click that. There we go. Hi, who's this? I'm a lizard, baby. It's a wild, don't you kill me? Yeah. Okay, let's just I'll, go ahead and put have what he's having. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, ooh. Uh, you, how many Diet Cokes have you had today? There's some. <laughs> okay, this is going to be the last loser of the day. You know, if, if Blake Anderson was here, he'd be so sad. But know? he's in Hawaii. But he's in Hawaii, so he doesn't care. All right, so hi, who's this? This is Donna, your favorite listener. Donna, you are certainly one of I my have... favorite listeners. <laughs> you, you are. Know, I'm you your only down. favorite listener. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Am I a big wiener? No. I hope I'm a big wiener this time. No, Come on. You can't bully your way. Your either. caller number four. You can't charm your way into being a wiener on this show. I will be a wiener. Yeah, so, I, Gustavo, I sure you, know what, tried. you know what Donna needs? <laughs> you heard Steve. You know, he talks about me being brutal on this. He's the one well, that's... D- Donna was twisting a little arm there. She was twisting a little arm there. Okay. Now let's go back to the phone line because this is going to be a big... Hi, who's this? Hello? Ran out of callers. Hello. <laughs> Hi, who's this? This is Bill. Bill, you are a big... Wiener. Of course you are. Fabulous prizes worth up to dollars are coming your way. You heard the descriptions of Date Night, Platinum X, and Traditional. Which is going to be your choice on the movie show? I think I'm going to have to go with Traditional today. Ooh, Traditional. Well, good for he's you. Already, you know, he might have plans. That, that's why you've got the flexibility, and I'm sure you've already yeah. got Valentine's Day taken care of because you're one of yeah. those guys. It'll make Blake happy, too, because he didn't have to get out another dinner. <laughs> that's right. didn't have to give away another <laughs> dinner and all the goodies. So you get two movie tickets, a large popcorn, two Coca-Cola soft drinks. Doesn't have to be Coca-Cola, just Coca-Cola product. And there's one little thing you have to do before we can bestow those fabulous prizes upon you. And what would that be? (laughs) That would be that you need to introduce the chairman of the board himself, and I'm sure you know how to introduce Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. There you go. That's all it takes. That was good. You know, he's a newbie. It means he's a newbie. It means we haven't, you know, loserized him before. Tainted him <laughs> Bill, congratulations. We appreciate you listening to the If that show. is your real name. If, and you are a big wiener on the program. And a big thanks to the Megaplex Theaters. They are great partners, great friends. We had a great time there last Saturday morning. Uh, One of the final days of Sundance Film Festival, we were at the Gateway Theaters and just had a terrific time. And all the the important people showed up. The commish showed up. Did you see how sad Blake was? 
The commission was here. They're good friends. I know. They are good friends, and they're on the commission. To get, you know, the commission. The board. She is the commissioner, but uh, he is part of the commission. So, And then, of course, Jeff V. Whipple. Larry was there. Books, all the films. By the way, you want to know what Jeff's middle name really is? The? <laughs> Glenn. Glenn? Yeah. Jeff the Glenn Whipple? Okay. The Glenn. No, it doesn't have the same ring. Jeff Glenn the Whipple? Jeff the Whipple. Was so there. you're just going to ignore what's on his birth certificate? And then we also had, you know, some of the filmmakers. Well, Larry Tassone? Or the, yeah, I the mentioned book, Larry, or Larry, the, oh, the big booker. Big booker? The big booker. So, anyway, we had a great time. Let's take a brief break, and we'll come right back. We'll uh, review the movie called Knock at the Cabin. Yeah. Oh, you don't want this door knocking on your cabin. Here we go. <laughs> The Movie Show. Who's President of the United States in 1985? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan? The actor? <laughs> On KSL News Radio. Okay, now we need to quickly talk about Cabin. Knock at the Cabin. I think we got some sound on that. We were called and are united by a common vision, which has now become a command that we cannot ignore. The four of us are here. To prevent the apocalypse, your family has been chosen to make a horrible decision. If you fail to choose, a world will end. I kept wondering where this was going to go with everything. His his first encounter with this sweet little girl adopted by these these two men that are married. Yeah. And and he, he was so sweet, gentle giant type thing. But we're, goes, we're talking about David Batista. Something's really off here. And then, you know, uh, and then they come to the cabin door, knock at the door. They want entry, and they're really hesitant to let them in. And when we find out why they are there, the end of the world, they tell these people, are coming. it's coming. It's going to happen in four phases. They tell them what will happen. And basically, a sacrifice is being asked for whatever reason. They've all had these same visions. Every one of them, very different people, two females, two males from different walks of life. And it's up to your family to decide which of your family is to be sacrificed. They have to actually do the killing of that person. Oh, the family has to do it. These guys aren't there to do it. Right. And then the thing that's shocking is... If they don't choose. If they don't choose, then these four people, one by one, will sacrifice themselves. Oh, my goodness. And when you start seeing the end you start seeing the very things and there are some biblical terms that they use i mean this is like old testament stuff and just the pain you you heard it in batista's voice right there he's a gentle giant and the choices that have to be made i like this movie you know it's not a four-star movie i gave it three stars well once i had seen what was happening the ideal thing would be not to, to reveal what happens right in other words you shouldn't know that it was at the end of the world or not, were they faking it, what was going on there. Right. That's the essence of the book. And this movie does it differently. And so I thought that grade? was a mistake. Um, two and a half. Two and a half. All right. And again, it's called Knock at the Cabin. And there's Rated R. Gut-wrenching experience. You know, Mainly for the yeah, violence. For the violence in this one. All right. Hey, that does it for the movie show. Thanks so much for being along. And our thanks to our friends here at NPS. And uh, tonight, when you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, it ain't the book. All right. That's coming up next. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. 
I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.